0: Have you ever watched another team struggle? You lead well and people come together and they get in great results, but then you look over and you see your peers team is struggling. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Hey, welcome to the episode Today's show is an answer to a question that was asked by one of our workshop participants. Her name is Annette, and she was from Ireland, and she was asking, what do I do when I see my peers' team is struggling? I want to be helpful, but I don't know what to do. And so while we're on that note, I love to answer your questions. I'd love to do a show or maybe a question and answer segment at the end. You can send me your questions by going to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. Click the big orange button. You can record your question, tell us who you are, where you're from, and we'll use your question on a future episode of the show. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey. And my question is. Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. Got a peers team who's struggling. Maybe they've been talking to your team and your people are telling you about the problems. Or maybe the other team's team members tell you how they'd love a chance to work with you. Or maybe you rely on them for your work, but their performance is subpar. Maybe you've seen their dysfunction firsthand or someone on another team has asked you for advice on how to deal with a difficult situation. No matter how you became aware of the fact that your peers' team is struggling, you know that they are, and you might be tempted to rush in and intervene. Be careful here. You don't want to make it worse. This is one of those times where your good intentions can cause big problems. So let's start with some common mistakes to avoid. You don't want to rush in and tell the other team what they need to do. You don't want to tell the other team members that their leader is wrong or is leading poorly. Definitely don't want to undermine one of your peers. And you also do not want to offer the other leader a bunch of solutions to all the problems you've identified. I mean, I have seen leaders do these things, commit these mistakes, and honestly, I have done it myself as well earlier in my career. And each of those behaviors are going to make the situation worse. And it's not a stretch if you think about it. I mean, imagine another leader coming to you telling your team how you're leading poorly or telling you everything you're doing wrong and how to fix it. Bad idea, right? So how do you help when your peers team is struggling like that? The first step when you're trying to help a peer leader who might be struggling is to recognize your own limitations. You've got two important limits in this situation. One is that you don't have all the information And two is that they may not want your help. So this is a time to land in the end with confidence and humility. Match your confident desire to help with the humility that you don't know everything that's happening with the other team. So let's look at how to do this in the two most common scenarios where your peers team might be struggling. The first scenario is where you've seen the problem yourself you've observed the problem, you're talking with the team's leader, this is where you're going to want to use an INSPIRE conversation to alert them to what's going on. So if you haven't listened to the episode on INSPIRE, I recommend you do that, but I'll run through it here for you and how this would work. So INSPIRE, if you're new to the show, is an acronym for how to plan for and have tough conversations. I is INITIATE. So something like, hey, do you have a minute? I was working with your team the other day, and I observed something I thought you'd want to know. N is for notice. You would say, I noticed that they were, and then you would describe the concerning behavior. For example, I noticed they were using the old process to, or I noticed that they were arguing about the right way to do this. S, share your specific supporting examples. For example, Well, Joe and Sheila said they didn't know there was a new process. Liz and Charles were telling Esteban and Brian that they should use the, well, anyway, they didn't seem to be on the same page. P is for probe. I figured you'd want to know, how can I help? If you have a good relationship and your colleague trusts you, they may divulge their own struggle. They might say something like, this is so frustrating. I've told everyone about the new process three times. But the main thing here during the probe stage is you're acknowledging what they've told them, but now you're asking, how can you help? And getting a sense of if they want help or not. The next stage is I, invite. It's important in this invite stage to get their permission, their invitation to share ideas. This is where you've got to resist the urge to rush in with all your solutions. You might say something like, yeah, I have been there. That same problem used to frustrate the heck out of me. I've got a couple ideas that have worked pretty well. Would that be helpful to you? If they say yes, go ahead and share your thoughts. Remember to share them as possible solutions. They may or may not work depending on the specific situation and personalities that your colleague is dealing with. But if they say no, this is a critical moment for your relationship. When they say no, now I'm good. Respect their no. People will say no for many different reasons. Maybe they're not ready. They might feel overwhelmed. She might not trust your motives. He might not want to do that work. Regardless of the reason why, when someone says they don't want to hear your solutions, respect it. That builds trust. And you can gracefully end the conversation. You might say something like, okay, cool. Well, if I can be helpful, just let me know. Then continuing through the INSPIRE model, R is for review. If they did want some help or want to hear your ideas, as the conversation wraps up, you can do a quick check for understanding, for example. All right, well, you're going to do that 5 by 5 communication technique, and I'll send you the templates I developed uh, by the end of the day. Does that work for you? Now, if they turn down your offer for help, your check for understanding might look like, Well, I want to make sure we're on the same page. My understanding is that our teams are supposed to do the new process this way. Is that how you understand it? and then E, enforce. In a performance management conversation, this is where you would schedule a follow-up meeting to check out and make sure the new behavior is happening. But in a conversation with a colleague, you might use this step as a way to support them. For example, well, if you'd like, I'd be happy to hear a test run of your presentation or take a look at that five-by-five plan when you've put it together. Now, if your colleague turned down your offer to help, and there is remaining disagreement about the expectations, you can use this step to schedule a follow-up discussion. It can sound like this. Well, it looks like we've got our team working towards different goals or using different processes. My understanding is that we're all using the same process, so I'm thinking we need to talk with the leadership team or our supervisor on Friday and clarify what we're supposed to be doing. So that's the first scenario where you have observed it directly. You have an inspire conversation. You respect their no, but you take the appropriate next steps as you need to. Now let's talk about the second very common scenario where their team member tells you it's bad. So you've heard from another team member. They tell you that their team is struggling. Again, you're going to resist the urge to intervene here. You don't know all the facts. Also, when you get involved, you prevent the employee from learning how to solve their own problems, and you're also wasting your productive time in someone else's drama. Now, the exception here is if there's an ethical violation, a clear breach of you know, fundamental policy, sexual harassment, danger to employees or the company, things like that, you want to report the conversation to the right person. Usually, though, for the lower level things, the most productive conversation you can have is to listen to that employee with empathy. And if they want help, to coach them on how they might address the situation. Start by reflecting. Reflect to connect. This is where you show some empathy. For example, gosh, that sounds like it's frustrating. Next, you might use some coaching to help them think through a productive response to the situation. You know, the 9 What's coaching model can be helpful here. What do you want to accomplish? What have you tried? What else could you do? What do you think will happen if you try that? If they don't know how to talk with their leader about an issue and they're open to help, you might even teach them how to share an inspire style feedback conversation with their supervisor. What would that look like? Well, it might look like, I noticed that we're not using the new procedure that we discussed at the town hall, and I want to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Can you help me clarify what success looks like here? When you help the employee develop their skills to address the situation directly, they're going to grow, and it also gives that team leader a chance to improve or remedy a misunderstanding, whatever that situation might be. When your peer's team is struggling, it's easy to be tempted to run in, intervene, but that's usually not going to be a productive choice. Instead, ask your colleague for permission to help respect their answer, and mentor receptive team members on how they can advocate for themselves. Really appreciated that question, and I thought it was worth doing an entire episode just on that subject because it's so common. I will look forward to answering one of your questions in a future episode. Until then, be the leader you'd want your boss to be.